0: And that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to com forward slash Master Your Morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. You're in for a real treat today because I have the amazing Alicia Bruce here. She is a top-notch brand photographer, and she is going to share three things with you guys today. First of all, her journey of how she transformed from a meteorologist to to a brand photographer. We're going to talk about how right-brained, super creative people can actually be really organized. And then she's also going to share tips for female entrepreneurs that are getting ready to have a brand photo shoot. So let's get started. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, just like you. I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women, how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have Work-Life Harmony. All right, everyone, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Today, I have an amazing guest on. I have the incredible Alicia Bruce, who is a top-notch brand photographer Balls female entrepreneur and I can't wait for you guys to hear her background because I guarantee you it's gonna shock you <laughs> um, and so I'm gonna have Alicia tell us a little bit about her background and then we're gonna jump right into kind of how she manages all the things and some great tips for female entrepreneurs out there wanting to book branding photo shoots as well so Alicia
1: welcome tell everyone about yourself yay well I will say that every time I get to a shoot with a new client, they're always, you know, we're chatting and everything. And their first question is, oh, did you go to school for photography? And I say, no, I went to school for meteorology. And they're always taken aback. Like, wait, what? Guys, did you hear that? (laughs) Alicia is a meteorologist
0: by trade. So listen up to hear how she went from meteorologist (laughs) to an amazing photographer.
1: Yeah. So like my entire life was consumed with, weather it was I would watch the weather channel all the time as a child I used to send letters to the weather Channel. <laughs> like there was somebody like in the staff would like find it and send me back and like one time one guy like sent me a tornado calendar and I was so thrilled you know I was like this is so cool so yeah that was I mean ever since I was a child it was nonstop weather so the fact that I'm not doing it anymore is still kind of a shock but yeah it was I went to school for that. That's where I met my husband in meteorology school. I worked as one for like almost 5 years and then I kind of goes along with what you've been saying lately. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I started to get really disenchanted with the job aspect of it. So what I've come to learn in my life is that I've taken the strengths finder test. It's one of those kind of like like the Myers-Briggs or something. And one of my strengths is that I'm a learner. I just crave learning new things all the time. And so once I was done with school and I was no longer really like learning meteorology and I was trying to put it to use and I was just at a job, it just became like I'm sitting in a desk with 32 monitors. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm here until 6 a.m. It's Thanksgiving day. Okay, I'm going to go have my Thanksgiving dinner at Denny's tonight because I don't have family here. And it was just, it was this sense of like, this was going to be my life because there was no seniority to that schedule. You don't like work your way out of it. That's just what it is. And I had to come to that realization that I was like, you know what? Life's too short to be stuck in something that you're just not completely happy. And so, you know, John and I were at the same company and we both kind of started feeling that way after five years. And and we're like, you know what? We don't see the rest of our lives being like this. And so it was a really, really tough decision to leave it behind because That's all I was qualified for, like internships, everything was meteorology-based. So I remember sitting over, like after we moved to Virginia, I left my job, sitting at the computer crying because I'm like, I don't know how to write a resume that's not for a meteorology job. I don't understand, like how do I do this? So I had always been a really super creative person. That was always my outlet when I was a meteorologist. So I had like this left brain, you know, nerdy, science, facts-based side of me. But then I also had that right brain. And I think I got those right. <laughs> the right brain, like I would sit at my desk. And so at midnight when I had off one night or I started taking up photography, it was just a hobby that I had. And so I just started like kind of realizing that I can make a job out of that creative side of me. And so I worked in retail for a little bit just to make sure i had money and then eventually just started you know doing some shoots for free on my husband's coworkers, who are your sister and my husband work in the same company. She is yeah, his. So that's
0: how Alicia and I met.
1: <laughs> uh, was before I became
0: an entrepreneur, I I worked, worked, there worked there in too. a company with Alicia's husband, John where Weather John, era, as we all called him Weather John, because we had two Johns <laughs> on staff, and he was our resident meteorologist. A lot of aviation work, and there's a ton of weather that. Yeah, plays oh yeah, tons
1: air traffic control. So yeah.
0: that is how Alicia and I met.
1: So yeah. So yeah, I was doing shoots for free for a bunch of the coworkers just to be like, I've been shooting, you know, flowers and things like that, you know, as a hobby. And, you know, so it was just this sense of like, I'm going to build it slow, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, going to get there. And so I started charging a little bit more each time and, you know, just little bits here and there. And then I kind of fell into weddings and, and that became a thing. And then from there, I just built it. But it was a very lonely journey at first because now i'm friends with so many entrepreneurs female entrepreneurs and all of us have a story like this where we were in a job where we thought that was what we wanted and it turns out we didn't and now here we are doing something creative and like we're our own boss but it was lonely at first because i felt like oh my god i've left this behind this i feel weird not that was such a part of my identity um And that was hard to leave behind. But now to have this community of female entrepreneurs, we all do something different. You know, you're a coach, I'm a photographer, I have friends who are wedding planners, somebody who's an artist. We all can like relate to that journey of most of us. I I think you highlight something really important that most people
0: don't understand unless you've walked through it is, you know, we're always promoting our brand, promoting our business. We want to be positive. Obviously, if we just went around and cried every time our probably wouldn't have much of a client, <laughs> but that journey of leaving one life behind and mm-hmm. stepping into your full entrepreneur self, scary as hell and very lonely. At the, I mean, really lonely until you start building up the community that are yeah. your people. And people don't talk about that very much, but yeah, it, it's a real thing. It's, it's lonely, it's hard, and it's scary, but man, yeah, worth it. You're living your passion. Yeah.
1: Because like all my friends were people from college and, you know, my jobs. And so they were all meteorologists. And so for them to to be like, you're not doing it anymore. And then my whole life was like, go into meteorology conferences or like, that was just my life. And so to leave that behind, I was like, oh my God, this is really weird and lonely. Like I don't have anybody to connect to on this. And then especially when you're in those early stages of building your entrepreneurship, like your business, you're struggling a lot too. And you don't have a community yet. You don't have a lot of money yet. You don't have a lot of clients yet. You have people who are downing you saying like, was this a great idea? Like, shouldn't you get a real job? <laughs> and you're just sort of like, but no, like this is going to work. And it's just a really weird place to be in. And you're right. Like nobody gets it until they're in it. And we still, even when you're in it and having success,
0: I'm sure you feel this way. I still have those nights I wake up at two in the morning. I'm like, what the heck am I doing? I, know, I know. <laughs>
1: I'm Like, Oh my God. All of a sudden all my clients are going to leave me and I'm going to have no money. And I'm going to need to do something else again. Yeah. I have discovered though that like, if for some reason I stopped doing photography, I know that the entrepreneur lifestyle, it's meant for me more than working for somebody else where I was just another employee. Yep. I hear you yeah. on that. harder so- I work, the bigger I grow, and that's good for me. So, yeah, I'm Christ. with you.
0: One of the things that is really cool about Alicia, and you kind of touched on it, is you've got this left brain, which I had as well, you know, mm-hmm. math major, science, oh, grad, math. pretty yep. stuff. But you guys, Alicia is an incredible artist. I mean, you knit, you paint, you're a total crafter, the photography, mm-hmm. all of that. And I think there's a big misconception out in the world that, and it's always been something that frustrates me because I have a creative side. I'm not an artist but I do it in other ways. But there's this misconception that if you are someone who's super creative and into all of that that you can't possibly be organized mm-hmm. or have any structure. Yet I have been a client of yours. I've been on the receiving end of you as a businesswoman and let me tell you guys Alicia's got it together. <sighs> it's incredible. So what do you kind of how do you balance that and what what are your go-to tools as an entrepreneur, particularly as a photographer, where you've got dozens of clients, photos to, I mean, I can't even imagine all the pieces and parts that you have to be organized on. So what are your go-tos there?
1: Well, I will admit that I am naturally super scatterbrained and I am like your typical artist in my personal life. John just laughs at me because I we couldn't be more different in that way where like I will give him a list of things He'll be like, what do you need from the grocery store? And I'll tell him. And I'm like, you're not writing this down. Are you going to, how are you not going to, I cannot fathom not having (laughs) Post-its everywhere because my brain just cannot. However, in my work life, all of my energy goes into managing my professional life and keeping it organized because I think that that makes you a good professional. So in my personal life, I'm a terrible friend. I'm a terrible (laughs) contacting people, but in my work life. My inbox is probably one of the most organized pieces of my entire life. It's music to my heart. I love (laughs) it. Like all my energy goes into this. So like I have my Gmail, like my business email is through the Gmail program, but it's folders for every client, folders for every topic, coaching, insurance, my CPA, everything gets a folder. And so when that email is done in my inbox, I either respond to it, snooze it or it goes in a folder.
0: Okay. Well, that process you've just outlined, and I know you haven't seen this. It's amazing. One of the modules in my top program is around mm-hmm. email management strategies, and I outlined a, a bunch of different ones. And that is the exact, that is one of so
1: funny. <laughs>
0: the processes that I recommend is really good is that concept of folders for everything. Uh, everything Inbox is your to-do list. And once it's done, it goes into your folder. So I love
1: hearing that. That's the system. Yeah. That's great. So our emails, I have a Megan folder, so they go in the Megan folder. <laughs> so I either respond, I snooze it until another day where I think, okay, I need to follow up with this person, but maybe I'll give them a few days or it just goes right to the folder. So that is super helpful. And I tell everybody that I'm like, you can keep your inbox so organized by that. And then, yeah, I use a program that's, it started for people in the wedding industry because I used to shoot weddings, which I don't do anymore. And it's called HoneyBook. And I think they've since expanded to other creative, like anybody can sign up for it as a client management program. And so that also helps me stay on track with everybody. I yeah, to- I had never heard of HoneyBook. Yeah. I went and
0: booked you for yeah. a photo sheet and I loved it because it was all the information was there. Payment was handled through there. Yep. You can do reoccurring payments. So that is definitely, and you're yeah. not the and since then, I've heard a couple other people recommend it. So yeah. those of you out there you know, that are kind of looking for that all-in-one payment, CRME, for creative service-based, yeah. stuff, definitely go take a look at HoneyBook. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes too.
1: Yeah. And it's excellent because I can do contracts. I do questionnaires. That's another thing. That's something I do on the client basis is before any shoot, you know, I get to know what a client is looking for and I do the questionnaire through HoneyBook, which is really great. And that helps me get to know them a little bit better. And then I mean I utilize all the basics too, Google Documents and Google Sheets. And that's really great because I can access it on my phone as well as the computer. And so I'm I'll have like kind of a list of upcoming shoots that I'll just kind of jot a few notes down and I just kind of keep it going and I take off after I do that shoot I take it off and the next one is at the top just so my brain can be like who's coming up next. And also, I would love to get a sponsorship by Post-it because I like <laughs> you with our Post-it. I go through Post-its like people go through toilet paper. Like Post-its are everything because I'm a paper planner person. Um, love me a paper planner. Also, music to my to my heart. There drives John crazy because he's like, I want you to put st- your shoots in a Google Cal so I can see what days you're like in DC or like whatever for shoots. So I'm like, I can't wrap my head around. The online calendar as much as I can. My beloved paper, so the the paper planner. My days are scheduled out. My to do lists are there. That's also a big way to keep myself organized. So, I mean, I have to work hard at it, but I do it because I think that it's good to be professional. I deal with a lot of people who do let that scatterbrained aspect come into their business, and it is hard to deal with that from business to business standpoint. Yeah, when somebody's not responsive or you know forgets and show up for something. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. And I know what happens. I mean, like I said, that's part of being my personal life. But I mean, so when you're dealing with that, it's kind of like, come on, you're a business, get it together. <laughs> yeah. Creative or not, we need to do that. Yeah, so, and then also, the last thing I would say is that I outsource things that I don't think I'm the strongest at. And I awesome. think that's important for people to to do What as are well. you outsourcing right now? Well, we call John my CFO because he helps me handle paying my like sales and use tax every month because I kept being a little bit late on that sometimes. So he just kind of runs that through for me. And then I have a CPA. I am thinking of going back to outsourcing edits just to help me get those basic edits. Cause when then I would get them back, I would do all my touch-ups myself, but it would help me get those color correcting and like cropping done. And that takes hours away from me. And I'm starting to look into outsourcing some other things that I can't, but it's hard to let go of control too. Right. You your, know, business, yeah. your business and I'm like, but nobody's going to do it the way I want it done. So even with the edits, I'm still sort of like, Oh, it's all really right. Like and then just other random tools like planally to, to plan out my Instagram. I used to use CoSchedule when I was blogging regularly, that would like let you, write your blog post, and then you would schedule out all the social media blasts for that blog post. And you could schedule them a year in advance to like repeat. So it would go to Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever. That was a really great tool too. So any like things like that, that just helped me get my time back and put my time into client management, which is where it needs to be spent. Absolutely. Cause those are the things you can't outsource that right. you can't outsource. I can't outsource my email, you know, like I have to do that. So anyway,
0: I love yeah, those, those are all good ones. And Planoly is great. I'll put that in the show notes, particularly if you're managing multiple social media platforms. Yeah, it's
1: really, really helpful. helpful. And there's a ton of different ones. That's just the one I happen yeah. to use.
0: And a lot of people are. I'm finding are switching, kind of moving into Planoly because of the ability to go back through history and yeah. uh, re-engage stuff. So one of the things that I was super impressed with was when the first time we booked you for a branding photo shoot, and all the, Alicia mentioned the questionnaire, so she sent a questionnaire that was super detailed so that she could really learn about, you know, me and the types of photos I was looking for. But then also during the photo shoot, like, you ran that thing like a tight ship that we we were not wasting time trying yeah. to figure out where to go. So. You know, I know you would have a million tips and Alicia was actually published in a magazine on talking about how to, you know, from the photographer side, really plan for great brand photo shoots. Mm -hmm. What tips would you have for the female entrepreneur that is going to book a photo shoot? Like, what is it that would drive you nuts with some of your clients versus what makes a really effective photo shoot from the photographer side that us entrepreneurs need to think about and be prepared for? Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink B app. So open up either your App Store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink B, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app.
1: I think the number one thing is to know your brand, honestly. Like, for example, when I worked with you, Megan, you know your brand, you know, like, Hey, I am smart. I'm intelligent. I'm good at what I do. I have this like software background, you know, you have my beehive and everything. And you also have your coaching that you do, but like, you know, not only your brand in terms of like what you do, but who you are and who you want to portray yourself as, which is a smart, intelligent professional woman who also is like hot pink shoes, (laughs) you know, like you could, you know how to bring your personality into it. And so that's the kind of stuff I like to focus on with people. Cause if anybody goes to my website, they see it's quirky and colorful. And you know, I was a little worried it might turn people off to think like, she's not very professional. She has icons of like a robot on her website, but that's me. I'm like fun and childish and artsy and creative. And so I've actually on the flip side, gotten. So so many people being like, oh my God, this is so you, this is is perfect. So to know your brand when you come into your photo shoot is super helpful because we take it and we run with it. And that's one of the things I ask people, what three words describe you, what your brand, what do you want, you know, your followers and your viewers and clients to know about your brand? How do you want them to feel? And so we try to run with that. Somebody who wants to be a little bit more professional is going to have different photos than somebody who's like, I'm super casual, like I want to be barefoot on a couch writing in my planner versus somebody who's like, I'm going to wear my blazer, I'm going to get some speaking gigs, but I want not have a little more personality to it, but still have the professional side. So that's the biggest one. Also, I try to coach people through this and I'm naturally an awkward person as evidenced by my mug. Awkward is my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a um, I totally get what it's like to be awkward in front of the camera because oh, I am. Hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard. So I like to try to make it a little bit more fun and lighthearted. I have this tiny little speaker that I got recently that I now take to shoots with me, and we load up a playlist. I might ask somebody what's their power song. Like I know that we did, that, you for did that for you. Yes. I love and. Music always helps people relax. It gets them in a good mood for you it like made you feel confident and powerful. That was like your song, you know, that inspires you. So we put that on. And so I'll use that sometimes during headshots or portraits or even to just kind of have in the background. Because the thing is, you're, if you're nervous or really uptight and not letting yourself just go with it, it'll show. The shoulders will start to tense up. Your smile won't be natural. And so I have ways to work around that. I always remind people breathe, let those shoulders out. I coach people through posture and things like that. And I try to just say stupid things to get them to laugh <laughs> naturally. <laughs> Cause you can tell the difference between a very staged smile and a nice, like, natural laugh. But I think I like to tell people I'm like, give yourself permission to just be here. It's awkward. You're in front of a camera, like it feels weird. Just give yourself permission. Like consider yourself acting, like don't feel stupid. I'm not judging you. I'm over here tripping over my bag, (laughs) being an idiot. So nobody's here judging you. Just go with it. And the more relaxed you can feel and the more confidence you can push out, the better your photos will turn out and the happier they'll be with them. So I always tell people it's a partnership. I'm here to do my job, but you need to come halfway as well. So that's another big thing I try to prepare people with ahead of time you know, it's going to feel weird to, I'm going to tell you to like arch your back this way and bring your shoulder down, but you know, deep breath, go with it. And, and if we can make it an enjoyable time, it'll show in the images and you'll be so happy with them. So those are probably my biggest things that I prep people with. You that know. Was great. And I know I felt when I walked into our photo shoot,
0: just really I knew you knew what you were doing. You were in charge of it, and to just go with it, you know, to let all my listeners out there know. When you go to my website or my blog, pretty much all those photos <laughs> are all taken by Alicia. And it was really refreshing to actually see a picture of yourself and go, "Oh, that actually looks like how I feel," which right. is really you know hard when like me, I get I get a little tense in front of the in front of the camera. <laughs> and it felt so hard. It's awkward yeah. that photo shoot, but it was awesome.
1: It was we so much fun too. We had a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. We danced a little. Um, That's that's always good. I always like to get people dancing. I'm like, don't care how bad it is. I'm a terrible dancer. But man, does it look cute in a picture.
0: (laughs) All right. So I am going to ask you my closing question, which I know you don't know what is coming yet. It's going to be totally shocking. But Alicia does know
1: how much I do love my shoes. What is your favorite pair of shoes? Oh, my gosh. You know... I want to say that it's my pink Converse. Oh, pink. Woohoo. I love my pink and I'm very like casual. I can't do heels. Or honestly, this is not as exciting, but it's my Birkenstocks. (laughs) I wear them nonstop. (laughs) I am a comfort. I'm all about the comfort. That's great. So tell
0: everyone where can they find all things Alicia? Cause even if you, so Alicia is based in Virginia, but even if you can't book a Alicia for a local photo shoot, you need to be following her on Instagram. I love your stories, all the tips you share, where can everyone connect
1: with you? So my website is thealishabruce.com and then Megan will probably link it so you can spell sure it. Yeah. yeah. And then same thing with Instagram at thealishabruce.com. And then I'm on Facebook as well, but the name of that is like kind of long and silly, but you can just look up my name and it'll come up, Alicia Bruce. And that's just me everywhere. And it's, I mean, I I do travel for work and every once in a while I do, you know, what we did, the little, the pop-up sleepover, which was super fun. And I'm headed to Portland next year to do some headshot mini sessions. So If anybody's in Portland, I'll be there in May. (laughs) But yeah, I'm in Virginia outside of DC. And, Great. and definitely,
0: even if you're not local, go check out her website just because you'll see so many samples of her branding photo shoots and it will get your mind going on yeah. images that you want to think about doing. And when you guys are ready to book a photo shoot yeah,
1: well. and you can take them to your photographer and just be like, like, this is the style I really like. I want to be myself and, you know, it'll help you find somebody who fits you and will make you feel comfortable. And I think that's the biggest thing make sure you mesh well with whoever your photographer is. Cause I quick anecdote, I worked with somebody and she was super nervous for her photos because she said that the last set that she did, she hated them. And as we were at her session, I found out why it's because she worked with a photographer in New York city who showed up in like all black, super fashionable high heels and was very just like, you know, okay, we're going to do like, it was just very serious. And that wasn't her. So she, after her photo shoot, she was just like, oh my God, this was, I feel so much more myself with this because we were so like fun and, you know, playing on the beach and on the boardwalk and finding colorful murals. And she just felt more herself. So I think find a photographer who lets you, who matches your personality. That's great well. tip. Yeah, I love it.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here today, Alicia.
1: It's
0: so fun, my <laughs> It's great to have, great for paths to keep on crossing. So I
1: know, yeah.
0: Go check Alicia out, and we will be back next week. Getting on top of all things, time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall. Or just open any browser and go to MeganSummerl.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to TheWorkLifeHarmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.